With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Hello and welcome to Not Gambling Advice. It is Tuesday, May 16th. I'm your host, Peter Apple, and Not Gambling Advice is sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball when you download for a full instant deposit match up to $100. In this episode, I got you for three MLB best bets and one Prize Picks entry. Apologies for not recording a podcast episode yesterday. We only had one play. No prize picks entry, so I didn't think it was worth recording an episode about it. But of course, I'll be back every morning to give you my daily MLB best bets, whether that be on social media or on our website at justbaseball.com. But yesterday's pick, Dodgers. Did you have to make us sweat like that? I stayed up until 2 a.m. last night watching that back and forth battle after the Dodgers took an early lead, not once, but twice. The Twins tied it up with a three-run home run, and it went all the way to the 12th inning before a walk-off walk by Trace Thompson. What an incredible game, and I'm glad we were on the right side of it. So let's get straight to it. Our straight plays record is 61-48, and winning 8.68 units in the process. I'm using BetMGM lines this season. There's a link in the episode description for a risk-free $1,000 bet. You can also use code JBFANS if you're betting on MLB. Wager $10 on any MLB money line and receive $100 once the bet is settled. And of course, all prop entries will be on prize picks. There's a link in the episode description to get a full 100% deposit match. We're going to travel to Baltimore to watch the Los Angeles Angels take on the Baltimore Orioles at 6.35 p.m. Eastern. The pitching matchup is Chase Silseth versus Dean Kramer. This bet has a good chance of hitting later in the game, but the most significant edge is in the first half. Chase Silseth has thrown eight solid innings this season, pitching to a 3-2-4 ERA. Even in a short sample, he's had most of the balls bounce his way. His walk and strikeout rates are 14.3%, which is really, really bad on both sides. He has a 52% hard hit rate, 1% higher than last year, where his ERA was 6.59. He's been unbelievable with getting the ground ball outs in a short sample, but his ground ball rate has been up 20% since last season. It's such a small sample, but he hasn't proven yet that he's a long-term solution in the rotation for the Los Angeles Angels. But I don't want to be disrespectful because he has good stuff. He's just 22 years old and was pushed to the majors because his stuff can be very effective. The problem is that he hasn't learned how to command it yet, and he'll have one of the toughest challenges to date. He could be a good pitcher long term, not saying that at all. But as we sit here today, I don't think he's ready. He threw against this Orioles team in July of last season, allowing four runs and four innings. He threw five shutout innings to start the year in one to two inning spurts, but his last start was the first time they extended him to three innings. He allowed six runs, three of them earned, against the Texas Rangers. The Orioles have, haven't been very explosive against right-handers this season overall, posting a 97 WRC+. But they're still a really good offense, and they're going to face a pitcher that will do them favors. 
On the opposite side, Dean Kramer has rattled off back-to-back excellent starts against the Braves and Rays. Incredibly, he could do this with the hard contact he consistently allowed. He willed his way to these two starts. But I have to figure the regression monster will get him today. His 6-9-6 XERA is one of baseball's worst, and it's even higher than what it was in 2021, where he posted a 7-5-5 ERA. He doesn't have the quality stuff or the command to weather the storm. The Angels' offense is legit, ranking 10th in the league in WRC Plus against righties and 9th in OPS. They actually outrank Atlanta this season when facing right-handed batters. Excuse me, right-handed pitchers. Kramer has faced these Angels' bats before, and the quality contact was absurd. Through 25 plate appearances against the Angels' current roster, he's rocking a 455 x Woba, a 302 expected batting average, and a 643 expected slug. Very small sample, but coupled with other areas of concern for Kramer, I just don't see how he pitches that well again today. Camden Yards is also seeing 5 to 10 mile an hour wind blowing out to left field. Oriole Park is the fourth highest run scoring environment of the day, so that park condition won't help these pitchers at all. The Orioles have their two horses in the bullpen ready to go in Yenier Cano and Felix Bautista, and the Angels have their best arms as well. I wouldn't be surprised if this full game went over, but if it does, the edge is going to be early on. So the pick is the Orioles versus the Angels' first five innings over five at minus 110. It's 1.1 units to win one unit. Our next game is the Cincinnati Reds versus the Colorado Rockies. We're going to go over to Coors Field and watch the Reds and Rockies take place at 8.40 p.m. Eastern. The pitching matchup is Brandon Williamson versus Chase Anderson. We're fading a rookie pitcher on the road. One of our favorite systems is back again, but it's in Coors Field this time. Brandon Williamson will make his Major League debut for the Reds today, and they are putting him in a really tough spot. Coors Field is the toughest park to pitch in. You have to adjust to the altitude, and the outfield grass is so vast that normal flyouts turn into singles and doubles. The air is so thin that balls fly out of the park at higher rates than a field with normal d- dimensions would dictate. If you have command issues, the park becomes unforgiving. Allowing free passes in this park leads to trouble, as walks turn into runs more rapidly with how easy it is to hit at Coors Field. Williamson has long been considered one of the better arms in the Reds' farm system, but he hasn't performed like a top 100 prospect this season. In 156 innings over his past two seasons, he's allowed 97 walks to 140 strikeouts. That's a sign of a pitcher without elite stuff that can't command the baseball in the lower levels yet. In 34 innings this season, he's posted a 6.62 ERA with 20 walks and 27 strikeouts. This is not a pitcher who is ready for the big leagues. On the flip side, we have Chase Anderson. Anderson hasn't allowed a run yet this season, but he's only thrown five innings. It's really challenging to know how he'll perform today because he's had shutout performances and complete blowups in his career at Coors Field. The Rockies and Reds offenses aren't that different from each other. The Rockies lead them in OPS against right-handers, and the Reds lead in WRC+. The Rockies do have a higher hard hit rate against righties, but the reality is that these offenses aren't that different. I just have more faith in a big leaguer with experience at Coors over the rookie making his debut. Give me the Rockies early. So the pick is the Colorado Rockies through the first five innings on the money line at minus 130. It's 1.3 units to win one unit. Our next play is the Philadelphia Phillies versus San Francisco Giants at 9.40 p.m. Eastern. The pitching matchup is Zach Wheeler versus Alex Cobb. This total is just too low for how bad these two teams are on defense and how suspect the bullpen arms are. I like both starting pitchers, but they would have to both throw gems in order to make this go under the total. I'm willing to bet at least one of them doesn't have a great start. Zach Wheeler is very good, but the Giants can get to him. 
His 3.80 ERA and 3.40 xERA are the highest he's posted since 2019. Those are still solid because he's a great pitcher, but I'm not here to tell you he's got some major problem, but he doesn't have an easy matchup today. The Giants rank sixth in all of baseball in WRC Plus and in OPS this season against right-handed pitchers. Wheeler has faced the Giants before. It's been a while, but he allowed five hits and four earned runs in five and two-thirds in 2021. Through 60 plate appearances, he's rocking a 283 opponent batting average, a 269 X Woba, and a 297 expected slugging. From a counting numbers perspective, they've done damage, but what Wheeler has done is, is he's limited hard contact at a fantastic rate, but that's when the Phillies' 18th ranked defense by OAA can hurt him. Alex Cobb is third in baseball in ERA. What he's done so far this season is amazing, but things have to change at some point. His XERA is 3.63, higher than the 3.15 mark he posted last season. He's been masterful at keeping the ball on the ground. But he doesn't have an easy matchup today against the Phillies. They rank 8th in baseball in WRC+, and 7th in OPS against right-handed pitchers. They have also seen him before. Through 60 plate appearances against the Phillies' current roster, he's rocking a 3.27 XWOBA and a 4.30 expected slug. It's around average. I don't expect either of these two starting pitchers to be the reason that this over just hits so easily, but considering the other edges in the game, it's simply too much respect for them. We are looking at the third worst and ninth worst bullpen by ERA. We have two of the best teams in baseball against right-handed pitching with below average defense. We have a ballpark calling for offense, ranking as the third highest projected run scoring environment of the day with five to 10 mile an hour wind blowing straight out. The model has this closer to eight and a half, not the seven and a half that's being posted. I think this game is 3-2 going into the fifth, and we see three more runs come in at the end with the possibility of more. Seven and a half is just too low. The pick is the Phillies versus the Giants over seven and a half at minus 105. It's 1.05 units to win one unit. Let's get to our prize picks entry, which is 0.2 units to win 0.4 units. Remember, all prize picks entries are normally smaller because they're just for us to have some fun. But again, we only do them when we find significant edges, and I think I have a couple today. So the first first leg is going to be Anthony Santander over half a run. I was shocked to see how these lines are for Santander today. He has the third highest odds of hitting a home run in this game with plenty of power hitters to be at the top of the leaderboard. His total bases line is juiced towards the over, and among left-handers in the Orioles lineup, he has the best odds in most categories. It makes sense, as Silseth has had problems against left-handed bats. But with guys like Cedric Mullins, Adley Rutschman, Gunnar Henderson, other guys in this lineup, you wouldn't expect Santander's lines to be so much better than those guys. I think he's going to be at the forefront of the offensive attack. Considering he hits third in the lineup, he should be in the mix for all these run-scoring opportunities with a very high total. The second leg is Byron Buxton under 6.5 fantasy score. Buxton is an exceptional talent, but he hasn't hit a left-handed pitcher all year. There's a reason that he only has a half-base prop on prize picks, because he doesn't match up well against Clayton Kershaw. The only book with a one-and-a-half baseline open for him is minus 195 towards the under. Buxton has a 459 OPS against left-handers this season and an 876 OPS against right-handers. He's 0 for 3 with three strikeouts in his career against Kershaw. He only has two stolen bases this year and just hasn't been aggressive, so it's doubtful he steals a base, especially with a left-hander on the mound. Six and a half is just too many points. That'll do it for this episode of Not Gambling Advice. Remember, we are on the Baltimore Orioles versus the Angels' first five over five. We are on the Rockies through the first five innings on the money line, and we are on the over seven and a half in Phillies versus Giants. And we have a prize pick century with Anthony Santander, over half a run, 
and Byron Buxton under six and a half fantasy score. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode and cash with me on the Dodgers money line yesterday. If you did, I would greatly appreciate a five-star review, whether that be on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help grow this podcast. And this is the 200th episode. So if there was ever a time to leave a review, now would be the time. Really appreciate you guys all listening this entire time over these past few years. We're going to continue to win together, whether it's baseball, whether it's football. But still, we have to remember, it's not gambling advice.